Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Why It Matters. I got a question for you. How many times a week do you make use of food delivery apps? Mm, good question, right? I bet you would have never expected that the day would come that we would depend so much on these apps, especially, you know, with the emergence of COVID-19. Well, believe it or not, Food Panda, which is a name that's very familiar for all of us, recently celebrated their 10th year anniversary. Wow. And in just a decade, Food Panda has grown from Singapore's first food delivery mobile ordering app to Asia's largest food and grocery delivery platform outside China. And to celebrate this milestone, the company has launched its new regional HQ in Singapore and Power Up Tech Academy. So what's next for this company, you know, after achieving so much over the past decade? Well, on the line with me is Jacob Angele, who is the CEO of Food Panda. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm very good. How are you doing? Very good, sir. Thank you so much for taking the time with me. You've been with Food Panda for what, the entire decade? Can I clarify that? Pretty much since eight years, so uh, really with the company since the very beginning. Wow. And for you, what were some highlights in terms of company evolution? Oh, wow. I mean, eight years at Foodpanda was quite a journey, to be very honest. I Mm -hmm. think what's really striking to me today, and I think you also mentioned it, food delivery and Foodpanda is really everybody's everyday life where people would not be able to almost um, live without food delivery. Of course, just, you know, five years ago, this was really very different. Foodpanda was a, you know, small startup, you know, with small teams, very busy building the fundamental technology to make food delivery work in the first place and being part of this journey from small startup now to biggest food delivery company in China outside of Asia. It's super uh, exciting. Yeah. Actually, I'm curious and I understand that you started your career in the industry in Berlin. I thought yes. that food delivery was an Asian thing, but it's not quite that way. Could you tell me more about how you've seen the scene here in Asia catch up to <laughs> Europe. Yeah, you're definitely right. Food delivery is a global phenomenon. And I believe it's really because it's such a fundamental and convenient service that no matter where you live on this planet, ordering food online actually makes sense for you. But having said that, Asia, and particularly here in Southeast Asia and also Singapore, I do think food delivery actually picked up very, very fast. Mm -hmm. And I think there's many, many reasons for this. I think in Southeast Asia, people are passionate about food and the food scene is extremely diverse and so on. But also I do think... For example, in Singapore, people are very curious around technology mm. and very open to try new things, you know. Mm. And so food delivery, particularly here in Asia, has been growing very fast. Yeah, a little bit about that demographic as well, the willingness to pick up technology like you mentioned. Yeah. So on the 19th of July, Food Panda celebrated its 10th anniversary. You've also launched a new regional headquarters in Singapore located at 63 Robinson Road. Now, I understand that the interiors are pink like the app and you have a much <laughs> room that should be quite interesting for you <laughs> yeah it's, it's an office completely in pink no i'm just joking but of course the company colors the pink and our pow pow panda are very very present right yeah we are super excited to open up this this office as i alluded to that earlier food panda has been growing extremely fast over mm-hmm. the years and you know when you're in a fast growing startup normally what happens is you sign up to a new office and at least the moment you move in um, your company is already twice the size and the people don't fit into that office anymore 
And so Food Panda, its regional headquarters has been spread out over the Singapore location in various offices. And so now it's the very first time where our tech hub, our Singapore operational team, and also our regional headquarters is really situated in one office. And for us, it's definitely a very emotional moment. Okay. Not to turn employees against each other uh, in favoritism, (laughs) but, you know, choosing Singapore as a regional HQ, what aspect of the business do you think is most attractive to put it here in Singapore? For example, uh, tech talent, you know, what are your thoughts on this? So Singapore has been our home since pretty much the beginning um, where we had our regional headquarters here. Mm. And honestly speaking, Singapore has been an amazing home for us throughout the whole journey. It's not only that we operate in that market and it's a very dynamic environment here, but Singapore is an amazing location to acquire uh, not only tech and engineering talent, but also, to be honest, for the regional headquarters, you know, attract high-caliber mm. talent. We are very fortunate and happy to be in Singapore. Yeah. You know, there's this buzzword over the whole COVID period, which is you know, business need to digitalize in order to survive. And I'm thinking, why don't we just go to a company like Food Panda? You guys are, in a way, pioneers of digitalizing. Have yeah. you been approached to sort of help, I don't know, like maybe SMEs or hawkers to digitalize? I mean, Food Panda really sees itself as part of an ecosystem, right? Okay. So okay. restaurants, hawkers, also our rider network, customers, of course, and, and employees. And we really see us embedded in this ecosystem and Food Panda would be, would be not where it is today without them. And so we are working extremely closely with restaurants and also in Singapore, particularly with hawker centers and so on. And we are really asking ourselves the question, like, how can we help them to fully move into the digital age to embrace technology? What's the role Food Panda can play with? You can imagine, particularly during COVID, where lots of restaurants struggled and food delivery was becoming very essential. We invested a lot of time and effort to work with restaurants and hawker centers to really help them through that period and really make them ready for any technology. Mm. I want to talk about this new thing called Power Up Tech Academy. Tell me more about it. Yeah, so we have been doing a lot of technology-related activities across our ecosystem. And so we are now increasing our efforts on that and also want to bundle our activities. And so the Power Tech Academy really has three pillars. One, we just talked about it a little bit, digitalizing and helping the restaurant ecosystem and hawker centers. Second, um, really important for us, empowering and also upskilling actually our rider networks. And last but not least, it's very much around nurturing tech talent here in Singapore where we have a very sizable tech hub here in Singapore and we are working very closely with you know, the various government agencies and also a lot of the universities here in Singapore to really help train and educate tech talent to make Singapore even a better tech location than it already is. So what will it take to sign up for it? I mean, is there a particular criteria? I understand you're also helping food merchants with regard to this or even riders to upskill. Is it like applying for school, as simple as that? So no particular requirement. It really depends on various aspects. So just two days ago, we signed an MOU with the Singapore University of Design and Technology. Mm. And so now very closely collaborating with that. It's not really only restricted to the leading universities of Singapore, but it's also a lot about retraining people in the midst of their careers, 
facilitating them to do career changes. We work a lot with Polytech universities and various other educational institutions. So it's really a very broad program to bring more people into the engineering and tech space. Mm. What's your personal opinion of the tech talent here in Singapore? I mean, a lot of people talk about how there's a bit of a crunch, but are we meeting the goals or the demand for tech talent fast enough? Yeah, so definitely there's a tech crunch and I think it would be almost unfair to ask to meet the demand for tech talent because honestly speaking, the demand is just extremely high. But I do think Singapore has been for a longer period of time very strategic around it. And considering, you know, the size of the country, the size of the population, there is a lot of tech talent available. Is it enough for tech companies like Food Panda? Definitely not. But I think that's uh, almost unavoidable. It's true. (laughs) Fair point. I mean, we've celebrated 10 years of Food Panther. What do you see for the next 10 years? This is a very big question (laughs) because the journey over the last year has been absolutely incredible. And 10 years ago, I would not have been able to forecast where Food Panda is today. But if we think about the future in the next five to 10 years, we really see Food Panda at the center of technology all around food. And so if you think about a typical Food Panda customer today, he's probably ordering around, you know, on average 10 times a month from Food Panda. And frankly speaking, that sounds great on the surface. But if you think about that every single person in Singapore interacts and consumes food 120 times a month, 10 times is actually still pretty far away from the 120 times. And so the big question we are asking ourselves is how can we facilitate, enable, support those other 110 food occasions with technology to make everybody's life more simpler, convenient and, and more joyful. So this is the fun part, right? Like as how these apps eventually develop into super apps. I mean, and right now we enjoy Food Panda. Uh, you're able to get food recommendations for food. So there's some kind of an AI involved there. Mm-hmm. And you can buy things from Panda Mart as well. I mean, yeah. how far can this expand? Point of speculation, but can I buy electronics one day? <laughs> So we really want to ensure we stay focused on what our users and customers want, right? So for us, it's really very much focused around food. Therefore, it was very natural for us to move into grocery deliveries and panda marts and so on. For example, we just recently launched our in-dining technology where people can get discounts. If they sign up to our subscription program under Pro, they can get discounts to order discounted inside of restaurants, right? So Mm. this is the natural next step for us. But we are very strategic on in what other business avenues we diversify. So we really want to be very focused around food. And we also think for the next five to 10 years, there's still a huge amount of technology to build and services to create for consumers. I've been speaking with Jacob Angele, who is the CEO of Food Panda. Thank you so much for your time. Take care. Have a great weekend. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.